Hey friend, welcome back to the show. As I create this episode, we are entering Thanksgiving season in the U.S. Maybe you're looking forward to it, or maybe you're feeling like there's not that much to celebrate because of being estranged from your child. Can you feel thankful on Thanksgiving when you're estranged? Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods and exhale. Welcome home, sister mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer. I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my tea time friend. Come on in and get settled in a cozy spot. I've been planning my Thanksgiving menu. Can you even believe it's already that time of year? It won't be long until the start of a brand new year. Speaking of that, I want to do a little house cleaning before we get into today's episode. If you have been listening to the podcast and feeling like my approach resonates with you, I want to invite you to work with me in 2024. I am about to fill my last openings for 2023, but there will be opportunities to work together in January of 2024. If you have figured out that trying to fix it on your own isn't working, And if you have some healing work to do and you want to learn the tools for better emotional regulation and communication, this is for you. You have to get the right support and it has to have Jesus at the center. I do not open my schedule to the public. So the only way to start working with me one-on-one is to go to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule. On that page, you can send me some information about your situation, and that will automatically add you to the wait list for a free consultation. That is where we get into the specifics of how to get you to a better place. I explain your options for us to work together to heal you and to increase your odds of ending the estrangement. During that consultation call, I'm going to tell you exactly why whatever you have tried up to date has not worked. We're going to figure it out. I'm going to tell you the steps, what it would take to get you to that better place. But it starts with the consultation. Now, when you go over to the form that is at the estrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule on that form, give me as much information as you possibly can, because the more I know about your situation, the better I can assess if it's going to be a good fit. If you only give me a couple words, it's hard for me to know. If you missed the web address, it will also be in today's podcast episode notes. 
And just remember, if nothing changes, nothing will change. So circling back around to Thanksgiving, I wonder how you're going to spend yours. Maybe you think there's no point celebrating it at all. I know some mamas feel like that. They feel as though the sadness of the estrangement overshadows the holiday. You might have mixed emotions about the upcoming holiday season. Maybe you wonder what Thanksgiving is going to look like if this is your first year of being estranged. Or if you've been estranged on previous Thanksgivings, you might think it feels like just another day. But it's not just another day. And you can make the choice to celebrate this year, even if you're estranged, even if you feel really sad. I'm going to tell you five ways to be thankful on Thanksgiving, even if there's an empty chair at your table. Part of these tips are going to be for on the day of Thanksgiving itself, and the rest of them are going to be things you can do right now leading up to the Thanksgiving day. Number one, spend Thanksgiving with people who make you feel appreciated and easily loved. This might be your friends, church members, other family members, or people at a place where you volunteer. Connect with people who remind you that you matter. Number two, on the days leading up to Thanksgiving, take a daily walk and find three things that you're thankful for while you're out walking. It might be the color of falling leaves, the sunshine, or the ability to be outside in the fresh air at all. It is his breath in our lungs, and there is something to be thankful for. Make it your mission to find it. Number three, create a beautiful atmosphere, whatever beauty is for you. Even if you dine alone on Thanksgiving, make it nice. It can be simple and still be nice. So even if you don't want to go all out, honor yourself by making the atmosphere pretty to you. Maybe it's a crisp white tablecloth, a bouquet of fresh flowers, or using the best glasses and plates. Whatever that is for you, create a comfortable atmosphere that is pleasing to your eyes. Number four, keep a gratitude journal. Spending just five minutes a day journaling something you're thankful for can make a huge difference in how you feel. This type of gratitude practice can help you sleep better cope with stress more effectively, and enjoy an overall happier mood. That's a pretty good return on investment for five minutes a day. And if you hear this podcast episode after the Thanksgiving season is over, start that gratitude journal anyway. It's always a good time to have a grateful heart, and it makes you feel better. Number five, start your prayers with something that you're thankful for. Psalm 104 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Of all the books that we might read or listen to, we need to pay the most attention to the Bible. Practice starting your prayers with something that you're thankful for. It honors God and it will help you focus on what is good in your life which makes you more likely to feel gratitude on Thanksgiving and every other day of the year. Finally, allow yourself to feel your feelings. If you're sad, let yourself experience that sadness. Have compassion for it. 
Notice where it shows up in your body. Does it want to say something to you? Maybe it says, it hurts to be without your son or daughter on Thanksgiving. And that's true. It does hurt. It is hard. Ask yourself what you need in this moment and then compassionately find a way to give that to yourself and give yourself grace. If the tears want to come, let them be there. Welcome them. We can eat pie and we can also cry on the very same day. It's all part of the messy matters of the heart and it's okay. God sees it all. He loves you and so do I. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.